Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Rev. Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. You have to pay for your carry-on. By the time you, you have to pay for your snack, so by the time you put everything on, you see that it's not as cheap as you think. Only that you have been deceived. <laughs> but if you are a seaman or somebody important, you fly first class. Just by the fuel you work, you fly first class. So serving is not a bad thing per se. It's more of who you said. Hallelujah. And this one I'm talking about the benefits of serving God. Can I get an amen? amen. I said I'm talking about the benefits of what? Serving God. So here we see a glimpse of what God has in store for those who serve him. Yeah. Yeah. He said because they serve him day and night they shall hunger no more. They shall test no more. The sun will not smite them. There's a benefit in serving God. If you have not tapped, if you have not tapped, there's a benefit in serving God. Who you serve is important. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yes. I mean, we are seeing God's retirement package. He said, like, if you serve me, this is, how, this is the way I will, I will, this is how I will let you end. Because God is, I showed you too, God is a rewarder. Tell your neighbor, God is a rewarder. You know, some places, when you work, they say they'll save your retirement package. By the time you retire, they say that everything's collapsed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know some countries that, I know some countries that people's pensions have been eating. People have worked, hoping that when they retire, they will get their pension. And when they retire, they say haircut. They are helping some. Yeah. Can you imagine? It happens in some places. The pension is gone. Yeah. Into, into some people's pockets. The pension is gone. Some places, your 401k has collapsed. So what they, they are not guaranteed. See, they, they are human institutions that we serve. We sweat. We put our effort in, but they are no guarantees. But serving God, God is a rewarder. Can I get an amen? We are not excited about it. I say, God is a rewarder. Yeah. That is why it says in the book of Hebrews, he that cometh to God must know that he is. And then number two, he is a rewarder 
of them that diligently seek him. Hallelujah. So whereas other things can collapse, serving God you never, doesn't collapse. God is a rewarder. I said God is a rewarder. God is a rewarder. That is why I say be steadfast. Unmovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Knowing this that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. I'm preaching to somebody. Therefore, my beloved, be steadfast, unmovable. Always abounding in the first part, you know, your labor in the Lord this is the it's not in vain in the Lord. It's not even because your labor can be in vain depending on what you are serving. There are a lot of in vain labors. There are a lot of in vain labors, depending on who you are serving. But in the Lord, your labor in the Lord is not in vain. And if believers and Christians can have this assurance that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Yeah. Not your labor in the bank. That can be in vain. Not your labor in the hospital. It can be in vain. Even sometimes your labor in the marriage can be in vain. Depends on who you are serving. Once again, it depends on who you are serving. So, but in the Lord, your labor is not in vain. That's God. That is God. I call that's God. You see, your labor is not in vain. Yeah. Bishop, I did preach a very powerful message from a couple of weeks ago. And, and I, I, I subscribed to everything. I've served God for a long time. And I can say of a truth, my labor in the Lord has not been in vain. Amen. Your labor in the Lord is not in vain. No, 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 no. No. It's never in vain. God is a rewarder. I say, God is a rewarder. Yeah. So David said, I have been young. And I have been old. I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg for bread. Because your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Hallelujah. Ah. That's what I'm talking about, the secrets of serving in the temple. God is a rewarder. God is a rewarder. Hallelujah. Yeah. Look. Serving God is priceless. It's priceless. It's priceless. If God gives you the privilege and the opportunity to serve him, please take it. It's priceless. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You know, you know there are many things that you cannot do for yourself, no matter how hard you try. You can't. You can't. No matter how hard you try, you can't. That's why the Bible said, except the Lord build, you build in vain. Except the Lord watch, you watch in vain. Look, I can say with my life, and I've been around for a while, most of the things that I plan to do for myself, it doesn't, they don't even work well. But most of my blessings and breakthrough has come because somehow it was orchestrated. 
Because except the Lord watch, you watch in vain. Except the Lord build, you build in vain. Including even the boss you are trying to please. You see, trying to be nice at work. Look, let me tell you something. The Bible says the heart of the king is in the hands of the Lord. He turned it whichever way. If God does not touch that boss's heart, you can bottom lick for nothing. He won't mind you today. <laughs> you understand bottom licking? <laughs> or psycho fancy? But if God is with you, if a man's way pleases the Lord, he even causes his enemies to be at peace with him. It is God who can cause even the people who hate you to like you because if you please him. Serving God is beneficial. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. That is why Malachi, Malachi chapter 3 verse 17. Malachi 3 17. He said that, and they shall be mine. Say the Lord of hosts, in that day when I make up my jewels, and I will spare them as a man spared his own son. See, I will spare them as a man spared his own son that served him. There is something about being spared because you said. I said there's something about being spared because you said. There's something about being spared. Just the father. I mean, even you, even you, even you, wicked human being. Don't you think that if somebody serves you and, and does it for you, you want to protect the person? Just because the person serves. You have heard before. Every time they say. Every time they say uh, we are laying people off, the reason you are being laid because they don't need your service. But if your service is needed, you'll be retained. So there's a certain sparing that comes from serving. Just because you said, you will be spared. I say, just because you said, you will be spared. I say, just because you said, you will be spared. May God spare you for serving Him. Spirit is not that seven. Just because you are seven. Sometimes a whole look, I mean, a whole lot of what calamities you are dealing with because you serve God. Just because you serve. Just because you serve. Just because you serve him, he will deliver you from a certain accident. Because you serve him. Just because you serve. Many testimonies, you should serve, just serve him. Just because you serve him, he will spare you. Many, many years ago, when I came to this country to work as a doctor, when I started work, when I, you know, I came from Africa, you know that? You know, I came from Africa? Guys, you know, I came from Africa. You don't think I came from, I came from Africa? <laughs> I don't look like <laughs> Yeah. And <clears throat> when, because of the program that we are in, there was a requirement 
that because of the visa. There was a requirement that when you finish your training, you must go back to your home country for two years. No, I want to ask him, I have no plans of going back to that. <laughs> Just like you. You are looking at me like you. <laughs> you are looking at me like a reverend. You do your plan. Yeah? I'm just like you. You are looking at me like, so I have no plans of going back for the two year requirement. Because when you go back for two years, there are no guarantees. <laughs> but there was an exemption clause legally. And the exemption clause was that when you are done, the US government can grant you your permanent stay if you can work in an underserved area. That's the exemption clause. So you can be employed in an underserved area. The US government will grant you your stay. And at that time, most of the underserved, which most of my colleagues did, most of the underserved areas were in Albuquerque, New Mexico. <laughs> North Dakota. In the, in, in the Indian reservation camp. <laughs> Where else? <laughs> Yakima Valley. My wife knows all the places because there was a list. It means that if I want to stay here, when I finish, I must go to Yakima Valley. And it was me and Reverend Flesher, Dr. Flesher, we in the same program. I'm, I'm just sharing something with you. So when we finish, the year we finish, the year we finish, that year, suddenly the US government introduced another law. That year. That year. There was another law. This time there was another law that had urban and, uh, housing and urban development can keep you. And therefore, any place that the head needs you, you don't have to go. So as soon as you are about, you don't have to go to the Brazil. Because in my third year, prophet came to start the church. You know, he says, well, he comes to stay with me. In the, he came to start this church. Bishop Dakam started the church. So I was instrumental in the starting of the church. And therefore, my go to Yakima Valley will not have worked. I'm sure his spirit is sons. The year we started the church, because I was in my third year when it came to start the church. And therefore, the church was fledging, and I need to be to start the church and, and working with him in the church. So, how do I live and go to Yakima Valley? It's either Yakima Valley or Mamprobi. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know which one you would choose. <laughs> you take Yakima Valley. <laughs> yeah. But I, just at the end of the year, the US government introduced another requirement. So quickly we Googled Heaven and Heaven uh, 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 and Development can put you in needy areas. And right away, the number one need in India was Edmonton. Edmonton was as far as I need here. <laughs> right here. Edmonton, right here. <laughs> right here. I'm telling you. So immediately, me and Ron Flash are quickly. We find, I guess, oh, Edmonton. It's just too, too, too. Yeah. We legally qualify to stay without moving. Just right here. Legally. Because a church has been started. I'm just sharing my testimony. 
And as soon as you go, that program has been closed again. It's closed. It's as a man spared his own son. So I did not even move houses. I did not move a house. I did not move a house. Yes, right here. Yeah. They did the demography of everything. So, these people, they need a <laughs> Yeah. Perfect timing. This is not something we could have worked out at all. So, what I'm trying to do is that there's a blessing in serving God. That is why the next verse says, then shall you return and discern between the righteous and the wicked. Between him that serveth God and he that serveth me. It's like when you come after a while, he says, then shall you return. It means there's a period. After a period of time, when you come, you will see that there's a clear difference between those who serve God and those who don't serve him not. Just give them time. Yeah. So it may sound like you are wasting your time. Tell them, give me time. You shall return. I mean, most of our colleagues who went there, they haven't been able to return here. We are here. I mean, I, I don't know what I've done in Yakima Valley. I tell you, what am I going to do over there? <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. You shall return. I say, then shall you return. Hallelujah. So there's a blessing in serving God. Amen. Yes. Do that serve him. Because God is a rewarder. Serving him. Shall return. We shall return. You will be surprised that because you serve God, that's why your marriage is stable. Because you are, because you are not a stable person at all. <laughs> you are not stable. You, you are not stable at all. But somehow some stability has come because you serve God. Hallelujah. Amen. So there's a blessing. Those who serve him. Those who serve him. Those who serve him. This testimony, I find it so, I mean, I mean, he came to start a church in my final year. And suddenly there was a program. Suddenly. And we, we, number one on the list was everything down here. I didn't even, I, I did not even move from my apartment. No movement. Me and Dr. Flesher, no movement. Yeah. Serving God is, look, there, there's, serving God is a privilege. I said serving God is priceless. So that is why in Psalm 27 verse 4, Psalm 27 verse 4, One thing have I desired. Okay? One thing have I desired of the Lord. That will I seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord. All the days of my... Yeah, listen, David said, this is my desire. This is what I crave for. This is the king. This is my desire. This is what I crave for. Even though I have so many duties going on, one thing have I desired. That will I seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord. There's a beauty. Oh, 
I'm talking to you. There is a beauty. I said there is a beauty. There is a beauty. You see, they said there is a beauty. As you behold, there is a beauty. The beauty of the Lord. There is something called the beauty of the Lord. As you keep on looking at him, it just rubs on you. There's a beauty. I said, there's a beauty. That's just a beauty. Even your life, you don't, I mean, your life, even your thinking, the way you think is beautiful. Some time ago, your thinking was stupid. I'm preaching to you. Some time ago, your thinking was totally stupid. But now your thinking has changed. There's a certain beauty in the way you think. The way you think. The way you talk, there's a beauty. I mean, your mouth, four letter words from your mouth. The way you can swear. <laughs> but now look at you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There's a beauty. I said, there's a beauty. There's a beauty. There's a beauty. Some time ago, you were worse than a dog. You see anything in the skin. You are just. <laughs> But now you can go and have fellowship and basanta meeting in a sister's house and you don't touch. What makes a beauty? <laughs> beauty. Yeah. Yeah. That's a beauty. That's a beauty. That's a beauty because you said there's a beauty. Because when you look at your uncles and your grandfathers and your father, they are in their fourth marriage. You are still staying with one woman. I mean, you have a gene for most. I mean, the father, you have a gene for multiple women. And you are staying with one woman. That's a beauty. <laughs> because some of you, the, the gene, that's a, it's genetic. <laughs> it's a gene. Only we look at your father, your grandfather, it's genetic. Like, I mean, in your family, one woman does not work. <laughs> It doesn't work. Yeah. Two or three. Minimum. So there's a beauty. There is a beauty. To behold the beauty. What do you want to do? Okay. To, 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 uh, to behold the beauty of the Lord. And to inquire. And to what? Say with me, and to what? Say, I will inquire. Let me tell you something. I will, to inquire in his temple. Church. Where you inquire is important. Where you search is important. Where do you search? Because the answer you get is dependent on where you search. When you are going to crisis, where do you inquire? Your inquiry is on the old school platform. That's where you do inquiries. As you are going through the marital challenge, where do you inquire? Your inquiry is from that your auntie. She's your advisor. She's on her second husband and she's your advisor. 
and quoi? And quoi? When, 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 when you are being stressed and you are being tormented, where do you inquire? Is it, a, is it his word? Is it the Bible? Or you inquire on social media? TikTok is where you inquire from. Young, young woman, you are looking for a beloved. Where do you inquire? Is this the bachelor? You inquire, there's something called the bachelor. That's where you inquire from. You see, inquire. In other words, where you inquire is important. And it's, and it's a blessing when you inquire at the right place to inquire in this temple. Inquire means I have questions. I have things. I'm searching. Where do I search? Where do you search? Where do you search? Where do you search? You have no idea. David said, Look, David said, I love to search in his house. No matter the situation, I would rather search in his house. In other words, I will go by what does the Bible say? You feel like giving, telling the person your peace of mind. What does the Bible say? You feel like telling the person your peace of mind that this is the last time. If you cross my path, you see Pepe. But when you open Matthew, you say, when somebody sins, make a mistake, forgive him. How many times? 70 times 7. So even though you feel like giving me a pepper spray, you swallow it. Enquire. <laughs> you know, that scripture, um, about how to get things. He said, how to get things. Jesus said, how to get things. He said, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened. Ask, seek, and knock. Ask, seek, and knock. Asking has to do with your mouth. So that's prayer. You want something from God? Pray. Ask. Seek has to do with searching. You want something from God? You must search the scriptures. Seek means search. And knock has to do with your hand. After you have asked and you have searched, do something with your hand. So search. You don't search. You don't search. When Jesus, you see, when Jesus came to preach, I think Luke chapter 4, verse 17, the Bible said, and it was handed to him, the book of the prophet Esaias. Luke 4, 17, I believe. Yeah. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Esaias. And when he had opened the book, he found, the way there he is, he found. The way there was, was what? He found. It wasn't accidental. He found. It means he was searching and he found. He found the place where it was written. He found. When you say you find something, it means you are searching. Do you search the scriptures? 
Abraham, it's in Zafania. But you have never seen Zafania before. You are always looking at Matthew. Maybe it's in Zafania. <laughs> you don't search. Maybe the, maybe the answer to the unemployment problem is in Habakkuk. But you are, you, the only one you know is Matthew. He found it. He found it in Isaiah. He found. He found. It means he was searching. Do you search the scriptures? Do you have your quiet time? Do you search the scriptures? Listen. The problem may be. Let me tell you something. All your answers are in the Bible. I can tell you that. Everything you are looking for is in the Bible. That I can tell you. It's in the Bible. The only reason why you don't have it because you don't know. You don't know where it is. But I, any, a summer tribe in the furnace of the earth purifies seven times. The word of the Lord is a pure word. Look, whether it is you, about your health, your business, your job, your marriage, your ministry, your mood, the answer is in the Bible. Every answer, let me tell you, the Bible is the answer. The reason why you haven't gotten the answer is because you don't know where it is. For all you know, the solution to your modern problem, if you were to read Jeremiah, it would be somewhere there. But you don't know Jeremiah. <laughs> so when it was given to him, he opened and he found, he found, he found the place where it was talking about his ministry. He found, it wasn't accidental. He said and he found that this is what he was talking about. And he found it. He wasn't doing mini, 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 catch a donkey by the tail. Open, blah. It wasn't like that. Some of you read the Bible by mini, 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 more. Lord, what should I have my quiet time? <laughs> no. Search. Search the scriptures. In my days, it was concordance. It was a big book. You take a topic, you search, you probe into it. Nowadays, it's on your laptop. Search. Put in the search key and search. The answer is somewhere in Zephaniah, but you haven't searched. He found. It wasn't, a, it wasn't like the book was given to him then. He said, he found, he found, he found the place. He found. Found me, he was looking. Now when he said, this, as he said this, is, this is it. This is where the ministry begins. This day is this scripture fulfilled because he found. So my children, people can also search scriptures. You see, you see, don't, don't. You see, we have this now. Holy Spirit, direct me what to read today, then you open. Where your finger goes, then. I'll tell you. Yes. So somebody did, did that and he opened. And when you open, you found Ecclesiastes. He said, There's a time to kill. <laughs> 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 because it's a, a, a time to kill. So, so no, 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 no. This cannot be the God. So he closed it again. Then he opened again. Then he found the better. Whatever thou do is do it quickly. <laughs> no. Search the scriptures. Amen. 
the scriptures. That's what David said. He said to inquire. That's that's why I love in your that's why I love your house. That's why I love to sin. Because over there I see some beauty. Over there I see how to inquire. So one thing about design. Serving God is a privilege. I said serving God is what? A privilege. In fact, last week I got one of the most in fact last week I got two calls, which means are the most exciting calls to get from church members. You know, I mean, I've been a pastor for a while. Church members call that you are right. My landlord. <laughs> Rev, my child. Rev, and usually. Usually. And it's not in all pastors can tell. But last week, surprisingly, I got two very happy calls from church members. And I was very happy. I'm telling you, two of the ladies in this church. One call. First, the first call came like, Reverend, I feel I want to do more in the church. What can I do? Person called me. He was so sweet. He said, I want to do more. What can I do? I was so sweet. He actually called me, Reverend. What can I do? I want to do more. I really want to help. I said, wow, what a nice call. Yeah, what a nice call. Then another also also called from another branch. Oh, I saw that when Auntie Mama came, there a lot of things that you were doing. Please, I'm around though. Anything, just let me. I want to help. Beautiful. Not the usual rep. My wife hasn't cooked. <laughs> you need to talk to So when I, when, as, as, as I put it, I said, God has showed us something. They didn't even know I was going to preach this message. That it's actually a privilege and a pleasure to serve in the house of God. Yeah? To serve. That's why David said, one thing about this side. Yeah. It's, a, it's an honor. Hallelujah. Yeah. To behold the beauty because when you once you're in this house you see the beauty once you're in the house you'll find a place to inquire hallelujah yeah and then it, it says go back to revelation quickly so verse 16 revelation 7 16 yes or 13, yeah. They shall hunger no more. Neither test no more. See, God is actually showing us the benefit. It's whether, whether you can believe it. It says one thing that I can guarantee you that if you serve me, you hunger no more. And you test no more. Yeah. But sometimes we don't believe it. We don't believe that God can take care of you. That's the problem. We don't believe it. Because if we believe it, we will not struggle serving him. He said, you hunger no more. I mean, you believe in John 3, 16. For God so loved the world. You believe in it. You believe in it. Except a man be born again. He shall you believe in those, but you don't believe that when you serve God, he can bring you to the way you test, you hunger no more, and you test no more. It is also there. You can get there if you serve him. 
it's like we have a see, it's sad to say we tend to have doubts about his provision listen to me I have been young and I've been old I've not seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed beg for bread God is a provider put your hands together for the Lord He said, "This hunger no more, not thirsty." Now, that's what he says. I hope. You see, I'm preaching a message of faith. Believe God that God will provide. I say, believe that what God will what. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? Because some of you are still skeptical. See, by your doubt, will not help you. Say with me, God will provide. Yeah, you just your finger say, God will provide. Simply, God will provide. Yes, believe it. Believe it. We have all this sort of doubts. And do you know why we have? Do you know why? Do you know why the doubts come? Because the doubt come because you are you are concerned about the how. That's the problem. Because when you look at the circumstances, how is it possible? But your job is not about the how. It's the how that disturbs us. But you should, the how, the how is not your, see, the how is not your problem. Leave the how to him. How can I not be thirsty? How can I not be hungry? How? Looking at my present circumstances, look at where I am. How? Look at my paycheck. Look at my immigration. Look at my... How? You see, you have so many questions, but leave the how to him. Now put your hands together for the Lord. Leave the how to him. If God wants you to be involved in the how, if God wants you to be involved in the how, then he would not have told us in the Lord's prayer, give us this day our daily bread. No. No. Then the Lord's prayer will have been, give us this day money to go and buy flour, to buy an oven, <laughs> mix the bread, ask some not make, and bake it for the bread. That's how the, see, that is how you get the bread. It's a process. But God is, you are, God said, don't worry about the process. All that you have to worry about, there is bread. So leave the process to him. The how is his problem. Just believe that he will provide. Because the how will make you sick. I mean, as you are sitting there, when you look at the how, you are afraid. The how. The how the how makes you shake. That's what I'm saying. That God is a rewarder. You believe that He died for you. Believe that He also provides. The how. That was that was what happened in the days of uh, Elisha. He told the guy that look, tomorrow by this time, tomorrow by this time. Tomorrow's time, the, I mean, I mean, tomorrow by this time, Tesla will be sold for hundred dollars. Mercedes will be for five dollars. The guy said, "Come on, come on." I mean, I mean, the guy said, "Come on, come on." Even if the windows of heaven were to be open, 
this thing cannot be possible. He was doubting it because he was looking at the circumstances and the surroundings. This thing is never possible. And God, and, and God proved that it is possible. But the sad part is that when you doubt God, others will eat it and you will die. They will trample over you. So leave the how to him. Look, if we analyze the how, all of us will be afraid of And I want to tell you, God has not, you see, God is not asking you to be involved in the how. Because when the angel appeared to Mary, he said, you should have a son. Mary was concerned about the how. He said, how, how can this thing, her question was, how can these things be? How can these things be? Seeing that I know no man, because that's the process. that's none of your business Mary that is none of your business I am Gabriel I stand before God I stand in the presence of God so it's none of your business to figure it out so when he said that you will hunger no more and you will test no more don't use your paycheck your overtime your 401k that, that because it doesn't add up Look, what I'm preaching, you can choose to believe who. But you can also walk away like the, 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 that guy, uh, Elisha's guy, and doubt it. And people will chop when you find that they will trample over you. It says, once you serve me, go back to Revelation. They shall hang out no more. Neither testimony. Neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. What does the sun and the heat means? Struggle. Struggle. Stress. The heat, the sun, stress. In other words, God has a way of taking away your stress. That's what I'm trying to tell you. He has a way of taking away your stress. So when he said, when he says that, be anxious for nothing, he actually meant it. Because another way for stress, anxiety and stress. You are so stressed at your age. You have your period twice in a month. What's wrong with you? And it's from stress. You see, there is a certain way of rest. You see, Jesus said that, come unto me, all you that labor, and I'll give you rest. He said, take, uh, take my yoke, for my yoke is easy. And in other words, Jesus, Jesus did not say, don't take any yoke. He said, take my yoke. That's what he's saying. He didn't say, don't take any yoke. He said, instead of carrying your own yoke, take my yoke. In other words, take my yoke. Take what is concerning to me. What? Me, Jesus, this is my yoke. Your yoke is what you are concerning. He said, take what I'm concerning. Take what I'm carrying. But once you take what I'm carrying, it is easy and my burden is light. If you can pick up my yoke. 
and you shall find rest for your souls. Yeah. You can find rest for your souls. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. Stress. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Oh, Reverend, me, I can't stop worrying. You know, keep on worrying. I said, keep on worrying. Which of you, by worrying, can access through to his heart? Keep on worrying. Keep on worrying. No. When he has told you clearly, be anxious for nothing. See, and some of us, some of us, we have, we have affinity for worrying. I'm preaching to you. You have an affinity for worrying. I mean, you even worry. I mean, one time we, one time I traveled, and we got to Ghana. And when we got there, you know, the thing was coming on the conveyor belt. We were all waiting for our bags. So as the thing was coming, you know, sometimes the luggage, people were picking up their luggage, and mine was not coming. But it wasn't only my, a few other people were not coming. And the bag was still, I mean, the belt, the, belt, the belt hasn't stopped. The belt was still moving. And I had this guy standing by me. Oh, me, only me. My bag is lost again. <laughs> I don't know. There's always a problem. Everything I do doesn't work. I've come to look at my bag. It's missing. And I was like, the bag is rolling. Are you the only one? Who, I mean, I, mean, I, 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 I found a guy. I was wondering in amazement. I said, "This is what I call a worry head. The bird is still moving. You are not the only one standing here. A few of us are still waiting for our luggage, and you are worried. Only me. Everything I do doesn't work. Even I'm coming home. Look at how my luggage is missing." <laughs> Worry head, worry head, worry head. Some of you are worried, you worry for nothing. Your husband goes to work and it's 30 minutes late. What has happened? I once told a wife that look, your husband is an adult. He said, and I told him, I said, What do I mean? I said, He's an adult, he has a phone. If anything is serious, he will call you. So the fact that he hasn't called us, no, I mean, I, 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 and I, I told him, an adult cannot get missing. You know, an adult cannot get missing. Children can get missing, but an adult, I have not thought about it. There's only children who can get missing. An adult cannot be missing. If, if they say an adult is missing, something terrible has happened. Because you know your address. So if an adult goes out and doesn't come back, then something terrible has happened. But children can get missing. So you sitting there anxious and puppeted. He's an adult. He's a grown man. <laughs> I'm preaching to somebody. He is a grown man. And this is your reason. But you know I care about you. you, are not, you it's not a care. You are afraid. You are living. 
He's a grown man. Grown man. Be anxious for nothing. No worry. And for that day, I had a revelation about anxiety and worry head. I said, ah, there are about six or seven people. No, even if the belt has stopped, I can understand. But the belt was still rolling. That's why he has affinity for worrying. You are so worried about your child. Some of you, you click your child, you hold your child, you are like a kangaroo. Your child is always stuck on your <laughs> You are like a kangaroo. You are like a kangaroo. The child is always stuck in your bosom. Leave the child alone. Let them run around. Let them mix. Nothing will happen to them. Nothing will happen to them. Don't be a kangaroo. <laughs> yeah? Worry. 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 I once worked with another colleague of mine, another doctor. And she had children, she had a child. And after a while, she looked so stressed. So we kept on asking, he said, my child, I don't know whether, I mean, this, this I'm talking about a three month old. I'm so worried whether I can go to college. I said, three months. <laughs> <laughs> And it is that same worry that has made some of you, as soon as you have one child, you are afraid. You can't even take off two children. Some people are producing. They are not afraid at all. <laughs> they are four, they are going on five. God will take care of them. You sit down and stiffen your womb because you are afraid. <laughs> Worry. Trust God. Trust God. Yes. Trust God. Be careful. Anxiety. Worry. He says the sun will not smite you. He talks about stressful situations. Yes. And I've come to see that when it comes to stress and worry, it is not the, it, it is not the problem. It is the person. It has always been the person. It has always been the person. That is why some people have bills that are not paid and they'll be eating ice cream and going for parties. <laughs> Let them go. <laughs> you do one phone bill that is delayed. You can't sleep. I'm not saying it's good, but I'm telling you that because I know some people. I mean, I mean, when you see them eating and drinking, who are their bills? Oh, <laughs> yeah. And when you tell you, they say that we don't take one life now. Yeah. May God deliver you from anxiety and worry. Trust in the Lord. Yes, he says worry. 
Yeah. For the, you see, nor heat. Then the next one is even very interesting. For the lamp, for the lamp, which is in the midst, because you are in the house of God and you are serving God, he is in the midst of you. For the lamp, God is here. I said, God is here. As you serve him, he's in the midst of you. He said, for the lamb, which is in the midst of them, shall feed them. Hmm. This is a blessing that we all should pray for. Remember, pray for that blessing. You see, you see, the first one says they shall hunger no more. They shall test no more. It is God will provide. But here is not provision. He said, he shall feed. Because some of, you see, feed. You see, and when it comes to feeding, I mean, it is not, I mean, we provide food for babies, but we feed them. We don't say the food is ready. You take it and you feed. So no, it's not only a provision. He actually satisfies your mouth. And there are only two categories of people that I know that are affected. I mean, maybe a third one, but two. One is babies. Hmm. And then one is beloved when you are honeymoon. Oh, sweetheart. <laughs> after them, after a while, after two or three years married, you'll be surprised. <laughs> you'll be surprised if the food is on the table. I should feed you indeed. Can't you feed yourself? You are lucky that there's something on the table. But I pray that we shall be fed again. They say we shall be fed again. Brothers, may we, may we be fed again. Wouldn't it be nice? You come. Then she, the, the, the lad cooks. Then she puts a, 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 a bib on your listen. And say, Ramdi. Ah, Ramdi. Brother, enjoy his wine last. <laughs> It's not a bad idea. What do you think? We should, we should care for feeding again. They should start feeding us. <laughs> they should start feeding us. It's another level. It's another level of care. And God said, I will, no, I will feed you. The God feed us. I said, may God feed us. Amen. I'll feed you. I'll feed you. Yeah. They shall feed them. And shall lead them unto living fountains of waters. Shall lead them. Shall lead them. Not unto deserts. Not unto dry places. But unto living fountains of waters. Unto living fountains of waters. Unto living fountains of waters. This is what I call directed path. Look. Like I said before. Personally, I don't know about you, but personally. Personally, most of my breakthroughs and my destiny were not things I planned for. Personally. Most of my, the major breakthroughs in my life I did not even plan for it. Somehow, circumstances led me to it. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. 
Yeah. Circumstances. Yeah. I didn't plan for it. Most of my breakthroughs. Yeah. The one that I calculated, it doesn't work. I don't know about you. <laughs> Is it same with you, brother? I do the matter, it doesn't work. But the one that you somehow. That's what I call directed path. Living with this. Yeah. Directed path. Most of the things that I work calculated. No. But somehow, the breakthroughs are just directed. Like what Aunt Mamo said. It was when I when I went medical school, when I went abroad to study, when I came back to the university, I didn't have a room. So the room, so that's why Prophet took me to, to his room. Directed. And then after that, the room that opened was, was next to him. That's all. Directed part. Directed path. Directed path. That's why the Bible says that. Do not lean on your own understanding. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And once you acknowledge him, he will not lead you. He will direct. He will what? Direct. He will what? Direct. He will what? Direct. Listen. If I want to walk from here to where the light is sitting, I can't go. Because of this. You know, this is blocking me. You know, this is blocking me. Yeah. But if I go here, I can go because there's no obstacle. You understand what I'm saying? I'm explaining to you directed path. Just like when you come from the airport, when you got off the plane, even though you don't know where you are going, you see that where they want you to go, there's no obstruction. But where they don't want you to go, it's blocked. So that you won't go there. And that's, that's what you got. That's, that's what is called a directed path. If God wants to direct you, He will shut the doors you don't want to enter and the door, He will open the ones that you need to enter. That's a directed path. If only you can trust him. If you can acknowledge him. You see, if you acknowledge him and you trust him, you know that this thing that it didn't work, he has shut the door. Amen. Yeah. And the one that he wants to work, he open. And the reason why he does that is that that's how we train children. Your mind is too small. You cannot understand his ways. If God wants to explain to you, you will never get it. So he will shut some doors and open some doors. Just walk through. Because he can't explain to you. If God wants to explain to you that this job that you are going to employ, even though the figure is very high, they will, one day it will lead to cancer. You won't believe it. You can't comprehend it. You can't marry the two. So he will shut it. He will shut it. That's what it's called a directed path. Directed path. 
they will direct it. They will block some things and will open some things. Yes. That's the directed path. They will lead you by, he said, because you know, I will lead you to the living waters. Fountains, I will lead you to the living waters. Just follow me and I will lead you. I will direct you. In all your ways. Lean, because you understand this. Listen, my understanding is very limited. Your understanding is very limited. And usually when we lead ourselves, it's into accident. You see, that's why the boy that you chased was a disaster. Oh, right, he's so cool. He's so nice. He, said, he was, a, I mean, total disaster. Because, yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, when you are leading yourself, you go through the valley of shadow of death. Yeah. It was a disaster. Because you, you were leading yourself. Me, I know one person, only one. Ever since I became a pastor, I only know one woman. I've, ever since I've, ever since I've no, 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 no. No, I, I've known of only one lady that I've never seen anybody do that thing before. And she was the lady in some church somewhere who literally caught a man and married him. <laughs> you know, most marriages. <laughs> I mean, most marriages, a man is interested. Then you propose that again, say, I'm praying about it, I'm thinking about it. That's how it's supposed to be. But the person, when the man has found a wife, but this woman, it wasn't like this girl, she spotted a brother. <laughs> I mean, she spotted the brother and said, Who could crook? I'll marry this guy. Manipulated, manipulated. Cut off all the guy's friends. I just I'm telling you. Buying him things, even on the wedding, she bought the suit. I mean, I'm talking about a lady who hosted her own wedding. So I remember one of my friends telling me that, hey! That's why he said, hey! This woman has called this man to marry. Pa! So the guy even didn't know that he was being. <laughs> the guy didn't know. He didn't know that Charlie. It was totally orchestrated. I could have not seen this. I've not seen some before. I know people who stand in the way trying to pose where you can see them, you can find them, but that this aggressive hunting. This I am catching. I haven't seen some before. So by the, by the time the brother could say Jack Robinson, he was in the suit standing by the altar. <laughs> he has been fully married. And, and that's exactly what happened. So by the time he woke up, hey, where am I? <laughs> you are here. Yeah, yeah. And after I came and see, when he woke up, ah, it's like a sleeping tiger has woken up. Yeah. The turmoil and the harassment in the marriage, you have no idea. Because you can't catch a man to marry. Somebody say amen. 
You can't catch a man to marry. Don't catch a man. Tell the nurses that you don't catch a man. <laughs> Please, no marry. Say the sister, don't catch a man. You don't catch a man to marry. When the guy woke up, it's like he was like he was under some form of anesthesia. Suddenly, the anesthesia has worn off. <laughs> and when the anesthesia wore off, the pain kicking in because <laughs> yeah? it's one of the most tumultuous marriage. Oh, divorce. Anyway. So be careful about your own manipulation. In all your ways, acknowledge him. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He will direct your path. If only you serve him. If only you serve him. If only you serve in his temple. Trust that he will direct your path. Let me tell you something. God is a rewarder. God is not a wicked person. If you serve him, he will direct you. Yeah. He's a rewarder. The benefits of serving in the temple. You don't know. Some, somehow you don't know. You don't know that. You see, you don't know that even. I'm talking about the secrets. That you don't know that even the fact that, that your children being okay is because you serve God. Because by the fact that you serve God, those are your children, they are wild. Though. Yeah. You don't have no idea. Yeah. He will direct your path. He said, I will leave you to living fountains of living waters. I will leave you. Amen. Amen. Then, then back to Revelation. And the final said, and he will and, and shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Shall what? Wipe away all tears from their eyes. Shall what? Wipe away all tears. And let me tell you something. Whether we like it or not, we all need our tears to be wiped from time to time. Listen to me, brother. It is normal to cry. Crying is part of human behavior. And sometimes you need to cry. So those of you who are saying, I'm a man, I don't cry. Hey, please. <laughs> Why did God put tear glands in here? It's normal. Because we live in a world of pain and hate. We live in a world of disappointment, pain and hate. So expect that from time to time you will cry. So crying is not a problem. If you feel like crying, cry. I know a, a couple who is married. Them, them husband cries more than their wife. <laughs> I mean, in my house it's different. Me, I don't cry. If you see me crying, there's something serious has happened. <laughs> But I know a couple. When you are talking to them, you see the husband. The wife is. Yeah. But crying is normal. So it's not about the crying. Because things will make you cry. Things will make me cry. It is about when you are crying, you have somebody to wipe away your tears. That's all. And all of us, we crave for that. We crave for that. We crave You crave for it. It's something that we all crave for. 
Yeah, we care for it. Because there's something called comforting. Sometimes, sometimes it's not even solving the problem. By the fact that somebody is listening and somebody is covering, it gives you the energy to continue. You wipe away all tears. That's what tears are with tears. That's what tears are with tears. The world we live in, there will be tears, there will be pain. But the thing is, do you have a comforter? Somebody to wipe. That's what we are caring for. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not that a believer will not go through pain. If, if, I, if I preach that message, it's a false doctrine. You will go through pain. But the difference is that when you go through your pain, there will be somebody to comfort you with tears. What? And, and to be honest with you, all that you need is your chest to be wiped so you can continue. That's all. Most people are not even asking you to solve the problem. What they are asking for is a listening ear, a shoulder, to call, a shoulder to cry on. Give me a shoulder to cry on. Me, I know a brother. He's a very good Christian brother. Very, very good Christian brother. So I was having a discussion with the wife. And then the wife started crying. You know how some women, when they don't want to talk about it, then they start crying. <laughs> it's also a trick. <laughs> because, because when I was young, I had a friend, a girl, who was a very bad girl. Very bad. When I say a bad girl, bad girl. In my days, girl, girls don't used to smoke. He used to smoke. That's how bad he was. It was my friend. <laughs> so one day somebody a, a lady did something and I screamed and the person was crying so I told this my friend oh I spoke to the so and so and she started crying <laughs> he said no shpa you are a child the crying of a woman <laughs> this girl told me that no she was a child a girl is crying and you are moved it's manipulation <laughs> That's what she told me, this girl. So, he said, said, that's how we manipulate. That's how how we manipulate. So, a couple, this Christian brother, he and his wife, then the wife started crying. And the brother brother was a very good Christian brother. So she she took tissue, gave it to her. Oh, well, what is the brother? Have you finished? Let's go. (laughs) In other words, you are allowed to cry, but don't use your crying to change the situation. Get some tissue, wipe your tears, let's continue. Sometimes in life, you need to wipe your tears and let's continue. Stand to your feet and put your hands together. <laughs> Please stand up to your feet, you are done. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Wipe away all our tears. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Serve the Lord. Serve the Lord. You say you shall return. You shall return and see that there's a difference between those who serve him and those who serve him not. You know, like I said, I got the most pleasant call. The most pleasant call last week. Two sisters called me, Reverend, we want to do more. What can we do in the church? I pray that that will be your prayer. That God, God, I want to do more. I want to serve you. I want to work in your house. For I know that there's a benefit. There's a blessing. 
No, God. Pray that God. What can you use me for? What can I do in your house? Oh God, I want to serve in your house. I want to serve in your house. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. If you can use anything, Lord. If you, you can, can use you. anything, Lord, you can use me. Oh, sing to God. Yes, Lord. You can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Oh, that's your prayer. Take your prayer. What else can I do? You shall return and see there's a difference. Touch my heart, Lord. David said, one thing have I designed. That I will you sing after. That I will dwell in the house. This Sunday afternoon, purpose in your heart, Lord. Whatever way you can use me, I'm available, oh God. You can use anything, Lord. You can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, my God. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands and my feet, Lord. Take my hand, Lord, and my feet. Yes, Lord. Touch my heart, Lord, speak to me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Father, I go down. Place your hand on your heart. Father, I go down on my knee and pray for all of us. If you can use us. If you can use anything, use us. Take our hands and our feet. Our intelligence, our strength, our resources. Father, it is a privilege to serve in your house. Serving in your house is priceless. And on this Sunday, we say we are available. We are available to serve. For it is a privilege to serve in your house. You say that as a man's spirit, his own son, that's serving. Father, serving you makes us spared because we serve you spare us you deliver us you save us on this Sunday afternoon with our hands on our hearts we are saying Lord we are available use us for your work in Jesus name Amen, Amen. put your hands together for the Lord with every eye closed and every head bowed you are here you are not born again you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. The Bible says, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? You are watching on screen, wherever you are. You want to pray the sinner's prayer with me. You want to commit your life to Jesus Christ. Lift up your hand and pray. Let your hand go up. You may have come to church. Somebody invited you, or you're on screen. What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let your hand go up, wherever you are. Thank you. And say with me the whole church. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. This Sunday afternoon. This Sunday afternoon. I come as a sinner. I come as a sinner. Have mercy on my soul. Have mercy on my soul. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me. For saving me. Amen. Please get seated for communion. Take eat. This is my body, which was broken for you. Drink.
This is my blood, which was poured out for you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. The cup of blessing which we bless, it is the communion of the blood of Christ. The bread which we break, it is the communion of the body of Christ. Oh, this is a holy meal, it is the meal of God. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. When I see the blood. that was broken that our should not be broken this was the blood that was shed that there shall be remission of sins for me and for you this is the blood that speaks better than the blood of Abel as you partake of the blood and the body may better things come your way in the name of Jesus Amen Amen dearly beloved the Bible says our Lord Jesus Christ in the night in which we betrayed, he took the bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body, which is broken for you. The body of Christ. 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 He may eat the bread. And the Bible said that same night he took the cup. He said, this is my blood of the new covenant. This you do in remembrance of me. And Apostle Paul said, this is the cup of blessing which we bless. And the writer of Hebrews says, this blood speaks better than the blood of Abel. As you partake of the blood, may better things be said of you. May good news come your way. May good report come your way. The blood of Jesus. 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 You may drink the blood. The blood that Jesus shed. Yes, let the blood speak. Makondoria Baba. Gives me strength from day to day. Let the blood speak, Lord. 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 Let the 
of your life. Let every evil spirit be driven out of your life, oh God. Let the blood speak, oh God. Let the blood speak, oh God. Oh, let the blood speak, oh God. Oh, it's the blood. It's the blood. It's the blood that speaks, oh God. Father, we thank you that the blood speaks better things. Father, by the broken body and the blood, we cancel any evil report from the doctor. All evil reports from your doctor, we cancel it. You will not have a discussion with your doctor about chronic diseases that will kill you. We cancel accidents. We cancel unemployment and financial disasters. Let the blood speak. Let the blood speak. Let the blood speak. speak. Father, we thank you. Any diagnosis that cannot be cured, you are delivered from. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and be seated. And honor the Lord with your first and best. This is my desire to honor you. Let's honor the Lord with our first and best. Lord, with all my heart. Waiting for you. Come and honor the Lord with your first and best. To say thank you to God. To say thank you to God. All I have within. Oh, Jesus, Lord. I give you praise. God is good. God is good. All that is I who give the power. The power to make wealth. To make well, God is the one who gives you the power, the ability to prosper and to flourish. Oh God, Lord, I give you my heart. Oh Jesus, I give you my soul. I will not rob God. I will not rob you, Lord God. Will I not rob God? No. I will honor you. I will honor you. Moment I'm away, I will honor you, Lord. Lord, have your pray for this ones. Bless and honor them. Favor them. There is a difference. Let the difference be seen in their life. As they have served you and they have honored you. May the fountain from which they draw never dry up. May their table, table never lack bread. And Father, you said in the book of Malachi, I will pour out 
I will open up the window of heaven and pour you out a blessing. Whatever particular blessing each of them need, may it be granted. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.